Sports Radio 94 WIP. I'm Tom Kelly with you on a Sunday night until 11 o'clock. If you want to get in, 215-592-9494 is how you join the show. Obviously talking a lot of Phillies tonight. Now, uh, to help us do that, we bring in uh, editorial director, Phillies Nation, Tim Kelly. You can find him on Twitter, at Tim Kelly Sports. Uh, Tim joins us now. Tim, thanks for hopping on, man. Hey, Tom. Good to talk to you, man. So, uh, Tim, we got to start with uh, this road trip, and the Phillies obviously go four and six on their tour of the NL East. They win two of three to end it after the Washington series. But uh, if you're a Phillies fan right now, how do you come out of this? Do you come out somewhat encouraged that you end the trip on a good note after that really tough loss Friday night or, you know, concerned off of the fact that, you know, you get swept by the Mets and end up just going four and six on this trip? Well, I think they avoided total disaster by winning today. Four and six and three and seven are drastically different in my mind. So you come out of it thinking that the Phillies avoided disaster, but at the same time, this is not sustainable. This stretch they've had of you win four games, you lose six, you win three games, you lose four. Like It's not a sustainable path, and at some point here, the switch needs to be flipped, and they need to go on a run in the way that they did last year. Yeah, Tim, and, you know, as far as how that happens, like, what do you think is the biggest key moving forward? Because this team, they've been just maddeningly inconsistent where they've gone on streaks where they played good baseball, and then it's like one step forward, two steps back. What do you think needs to happen more than anything for them to kind of go on a streak like that uh, that can maintain some level of consistency? Obviously, Kyle Schwarber and Trey Turner need to get going, but I think the biggest thing is that the starting pitching needs to be significantly better than it's been and you saw ranger suarez today at one point it looked like maybe this will be like a five inning start ended up being a seven inning start you need that top three in that rotation of nola wheeler and suarez to be consistently giving you at least six innings if not more and then out of those back two spots uh, you just need it to be not as bad as it's been taiwan walker needs to be better and whatever it is the phillies do at the number five spot until the trade deadline that needs to be better as well. So uh, I, I think the starting pitching is really where it comes down to. The bullpen has been generally pretty good, and that's without Jose Alvarado for the last few weeks. So I, I would say it comes down to the starting pitching first and foremost. Yeah, and Tim, and, and before we get to some other guys in that starting rotation, let's start about with Ranger today. Uh, ends up going seven innings, throws 101 pitches, really has looked a lot better his last two times out. Uh, how encouraged uh, were you, by the way, Ranger through today? I think you have to be extremely encouraged because his last home start, it was a day game. I was covering it, and I, I left that with the feeling of this guy, for whatever reason, whether it's health, some sort of World Series hangover, a combination, he may just not put it together this season. And if that's the case, the Phillies were in really big trouble. The fact that he's now stacked two back-to-back really good starts is an extremely encouraging sign. He looks healthy. Uh, he's back to, like, the cool, calm, collective Ranger Suarez and when the Phillies have that guy, I think he's one of the the guys that changes this team from being like a 500 team to being a playoff caliber team. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. And he needs to pick up the slack for, for some of the guys at the top of the rotation, Tim. And uh, Wheeler and Nola, the inconsistency with both those guys, uh, you know, specifically Wheeler, what are you seeing from him right now? Because he has the great performance last Saturday in Atlanta and then a really poor outing Friday night in Washington. Why do you think Zach Wheeler has been so inconsistent? It's a good question that I think the Phillies are trying to get to the bottom of because 
in the the prior few starts, he had been really good, including the one you mentioned in Atlanta, which was kind of the pinnacle. Friday in D.C., I would argue he things all kind of spiraled, and a lot of it wasn't his fault. Like you had some really bad defensive plays that inning from Marsh and from Kyle Schwarber in left field that uh, kind of led to everything snowballing and getting worse. But it, it was a bad start. There's no doubt they need more out of him. And then, uh, obviously, Aaron Nola, I think, is the one out of all of them that has given them the least, and they need significantly better production from. Whether you think Aaron Nola is an ace or whatever, number two, number three, whatever, he's clearly not been at his best or anywhere near it this season, and the Phillies need him to be at his best. Tim Kelly joining us now, editorial director, Phillies Nation. Uh, you can find him at Tim Kelly Sports on Twitter. And Tim, uh, coming into the season, a big topic of conversation was the contract status of Aaron Nola. Doesn't reach an agreement before the season. Do you think that that's something that could be weighing on his mind right now, and that's factoring into his performance uh, potentially? I honestly, I, I doubt it. I, I really, he is a very focused person. I don't think. People like me, I, it would be bothering me the whole time. I probably would have taken a deal before the year just to have it off my mind. But Aaron Nola just doesn't strike me as someone that spends a lot of time thinking about that. He's already very wealthy from the, this contract he's currently completing. So I think the fact that he's been paid once maybe makes it a little easier. But th there's no question this year he's cost himself to this point a lot of money and it's getting to the point where you wonder does he take the qualifying offer or a one-year deal at a high annual value to try and reestablish himself if he doesn't get things turned around because had he become a free agent after last season i think you're talking 175 million at least he's not sniffing that right now if he continues to pitch the way he has yeah, one more on the rotation before we get to the uh, the lineup, Tim. Uh, Taiwan Walker, who it's seemed so far this year been a disastrous signing. Thursday, uh, another bad outing in New York. His velocity way down. Um, I know you guys have talked to Rob Thompson, but uh, do you think he's dealing with anything, or or do you think you know this is just potentially uh, a guy falling off a cliff and this just being a terrible signing by Dave Dombrowski? Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if that's the case because. You, I thought last start something looked up. Like they, they even mentioned on the broadcast, like he did not look comfortable in the mound. He looked like, I think it was his left hip was bothering. Something was really off. And uh, I think it's one thing if you have struggles early on in the season, but the continued trend of seeing the velocity dip, if that isn't because of an injury, then it's really concerning when you're in year one of a four-year deal. Yeah, and he, he needs to be better, and the rotation as a whole needs to be better. But let's get to the lineup, uh, Tim, as uh, an outburst from Drew Ellis and Kyle Schwarber, particularly on Sunday. And i got to ask you, Kyle Schwarber, what is the bigger difference with him turning this thing around? Is it the calendar flipping to June or him being moved in the leadoff hole? What do you think is the bigger, uh, the bigger thing at play there? That's a great question. I, I, I would say – it's the June thing. Like I just think there's some things in the world and certainly in sports that just don't have to make sense. And uh, I really think there's just something about when the calendar flips to June, Kyle Schwarber goes off and you've seen it the last two years. You've started to see it the last few days, but I, I would say, I'm sure Howard this week will ask Rob Thompson <laughs> about why Kyle Schwarber's leading off. And it would be better if he was hitting these home runs out of the cleanup spot. But 
I think at a certain point, if this is where Kyle Schwarber is the most comfortable, you need to get him going by any means necessary. Uh, it's not that bad of a setup if you made it to the World Series with him doing it last year. And Trey Turner has been not good when he's been in the number one spot, and Bryson Stott's been just okay out of the leadoff spot. So if this is what works for Kyle Schwarber, have Kyle Schwarber bat leadoff. And, and i got to ask you more about that, Tim, because it is weird, because Schwarber does seem like the kind of player – who would be successful in the middle of, of the order, and he just, for whatever reason, uh, hasn't had success there at all. What do you think it is about the leadoff spot that that, that kind of gets him going? Do you think this is just like uh, a weird chance sort of situation, or do you think he's just, for whatever reason, why do you think he's more comfortable there? I, I think when he – he obviously had a lot of really good years with the Cubs, got non-tendered after a bad 2020 season – when he and he did not have a good April when he first started with the Nationals, but when he really got going, he was leading off for the Nationals in June. When he really got going as a Philly last year, he was leading off. So I, I think it is familiarity, and some guys like that. Uh, when you lead off, is a lot more difficult to pitch around you than it is if you're hitting third or fourth in the lineup sometimes. So I, I think the fact that he knows he's going to see a pitch, he can hunt whatever pitch he wants, and He's had success there. I mean, I think it's that simple. He has been productive out of the leadoff spot. I know he wasn't earlier this year, but I think it made sense to take the chance and move him back there because you absolutely need to get him going. He's never someone that's going to compete for a batting title, but there's a drastic difference between hitting 220 or hitting 170. Tim Kelly joining us now, editorial director of Phillies Nation. You can find him on Twitter at Tim Kelly Sports. And Tim, uh, one guy who who also needs to get going hasn't really gotten going. Trey Turner, 0 for five again on Sunday. Um, Rob Thompson's been juggling the lineup up the last couple days, uh, moving things around a little bit. Do you think he continues just just doing that with Turner and trying to find a spot where he's comfortable, or do you think he kind of just sticks him fifth or, or something like that and leaves him there? And what do you think the best option is to to try to get Turner going? Yeah, their hands are tied a little bit because you have Bohm on the aisle. You have Derek Hall, who would have been a candidate to hit like fourth or fifth out. You have Alex Bohm out. You have Reese Hoskins, obviously, out. So they don't have a ton of options to hit like in the 4-5 range if you're going to take Schwarber out and hit him one. So, I mean, I, I guess having him hit fifth maybe makes some sense. Fourth doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, sixth maybe would be where it's at, but... Uh, it is a concerning trend to me that you had Nick Castellanos last year really unable to put it together his first season with the Phillies. Now he's having a, a season that's going to at least get him all-star consideration this year. Trey Turner, like Nick Castellanos, the Phillies are not his second team. Like He's experienced changing teams before. Why is it in back-to-back off-seasons that the Phillies have signed major free agents, established players, they've come to Philadelphia and they've really had this much trouble adjusting. Like, Nick Castellanos was one of the best hitters in baseball the year before he came to the Phillies. Trey Turner has been one of the top 15 players in baseball, if not higher, over the last five seasons. For him to be hitting this low, it's just it's perplexing. Yeah, it's weird, Tim, and it's been frustrating to see. And as far as that lineup goes, and i gotta, I got to ask you because this has been a topic of conversation as well uh, recently, in terms of in terms of missing Reese Hoskins, how much do you think this team does miss Reese Hoskins this year, not being in the lineup every day? Yeah, they they miss him a lot because I think it's a it's a lineup with a few too many left-handed hitters. Hoskins broke that up, and 
for whatever flaws he had as a defender and in terms of streakiness, 30 home runs, 90 RBIs, whatever it is, that was about the mean of what he could do. That's very good production. Now, you've gotten some nice moments from Alec Bohm. Cody Clemens has been a really good find, but they haven't replaced Reese Hoskins. And obviously, beyond that, his presence, I would say, if like you had Phillies captains, Kyle Schwarber and Reese Hoskins would be it. I think last postseason, Bryce Harper referred to Reese Hoskins as the captain. He's the longest-tenured position player on the Phillies. So, unquestionably, they miss him. I, I think, regardless, you'd be talking about like Trey Turner struggling. I don't think that changes a lot, but it, it makes it more glaring when guys are struggling when you have one of your guys that was uh, your your big run producers out of the lineup because this is not a team that struggled to get people on base. It's a team that struggled to bring home runners once they've gotten on base. Yeah, I, no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, the lineup certainly needs to get going, and we'll see what happens here on this uh, ho- this homestand as the Tigers come into town and then the Dodgers uh, after them. But now, uh, as we always like to do when Tim Kelly joins us here on the show, uh, we're going to do some uh, TK trivia where we each get uh, a few questions. Dan Wilson will ask us a few questions, and we'll figure out who the real TK is. By the way, Tim, I hate to say it, but you're, uh, you're, you're moniker of the real TK in our fantasy baseball league. Not going great right now, man. Your team's not not faring very well. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's some extenuating circumstances Excuses involving me. that involving that fantasy league that uh, I probably will keep to myself. But uh, yes, it is not going well. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to TK trivia here. And Dan, uh, who who gets the first question? Well, here? so I just want to clarify. I changed it up a little bit. So it's TK T Kelly trivia. You called it TK trivia, implying that it's only TK. It's T Kelly trivia. Okay, right. T. Kelly. Sorry. So all of tonight's answers right. will somehow be involving someone who has Kelly in True. their name. Correct. I just want to clarify that. Yeah. That all of me. these answers have the name Kelly. You will each get three questions. You will not be getting the same questions. It's not like beat the hammer. Tom, you will stay on. Tim will stay on. Uh, the first question will go to Tim. And I do have an overtime question uh, prepared uh, should we get there. So, uh, again, all these answers, Tim. Uh, have Kelly in the name. I, same goes to you, Tom. If you get the answer correct, you will hear this. And if you get the answer wrong, you will hear this. You're wrong. So, uh, is, is everyone... I, I've heard that many times from Jolly. Yes. Is, on Twitter, specifically. Is everyone yes. everyone clear on the rules here? Yeah. Okay. Tim, first question goes to you, and you, and you get about 10 seconds to uh, mull these over. Tim, what celebrity has hosted the show live since 2001 alongside co-hosts such as Regis Philbin, Michael Strahan, and Ryan Seacrest? Uh, does the first name have to start with a T? No, th- this these just Kelly. This is Kelly in the name somewhere. Yeah, okay. Kelly okay. In the name. Um, oh, what is her name? Uh, Kelly. Um, the one that Ryan Seacrest and Michael Strahan. Kelly Ripa. Buzzer beater there. I was about to cut you off there. Tim. If he doesn't get one, can I steal it? Yes, you okay. can. Yes, should have okay. clarified that. Tom, next one goes to you. Now a host on Sirius XM, this woman is most known for her 13 years with Fox News. Hmm. Um. I I don't know. I'll have to pass on that. You're wrong. I can steal. I can steal. Go go ahead, Tim. It's Megyn Kelly. Ah, that's a two-zero lead for Tim. Okay. Next question goes to him. Tim, previously of the Wizards, Suns, and Warriors. This 27-year-old NBA player now plays for the Charlotte Hornets. Kelly Oubre. Oh, man. 
3-0 for Tim. Okay. So the best I can do is tie. Is tie and force overtime. Okay. Tom, next question goes to you. Who won the first season of American Idol? Kelly Clarkson. 3-1. That's like a Trivial Pursuit Junior level question. All right. Well, you know what? Okay, Tim, you're ahead 3-1, okay? (laughs) Stop complaining. Yeah, well, he's afraid he's going to, you know, (laughs) pull a a 3-1 lead here, pull a Doc Rivers. Um, Tim, here's, I think, a relatively easy question to even it out and to possibly seal the game for you. Tim, how many seasons was Chip Kelly an NFL coach? Uh, four. Well, parts of parts of four. Yeah, uh, four. We're, we're, I'll give it to him with four. That, no, that was a good answer. I mean, because I would have. Uh, my initial thought was three, but I forgot about the year. Forty Niners. That was the trick so, question. Tom, I'll give you the final question oh, anyway. Okay. Uh, Tim has locked up the win. No, known. I'm just curious if you know this. Known for both alternative rock and hip hop, this famous musical artist's stage name has the initials MGK. Oh, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, you guys yeah. did well on that, but Tim, you know, still you got tripped up on what was it, Kelly Ripa and Megan Kelly? No, Megan Kelly. I knew Kelly. Or, Ripa. You knew Kelly Ripa, but I that was, was Tim's question. You and didn't know I mean, Megan Kelly. That that's what cost. Maybe him. we gave Tim a little too much time with Kelly Ripa too. I mean, well, you, you want to go back and listen to it, whether it's cleared the <laughs> yeah, ten second yeah, mark. Well, yeah, we'll be under review. All right, so th- <laughs> Tim, this game's under protest yeah. until uh, and further investigation. Well, under even, even if that question's taken away, I still won. Yeah, you still beat me. I mean, that's true. You guys did well with those. The, the last the last time I did it, they were you guys said they were too hard and a little too tricky, so I tried to ease them up a little bit. I'll have to find the middle ground. Here. Well, good job coming up those questions, Buzz. Uh, we appreciate it. And, Tim, uh, thanks for hopping on as always, man. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, that's Tim Kelly. Uh, check out all his work on philliesnation.com. Uh, he'll have, uh, I'm sure, full coverage of the home stand coming up. But uh, good job, Tim, uh, Buzz. I, I can't believe I didn't get Megan Kelly. That was an easy one. Like you just I couldn't think of her? You just couldn't, like, the I, question wasn't specific I, I enough? I couldn't, yeah, I just couldn't, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't land it. I couldn't figure out exactly. Would you have gotten the other one? So he got Kelly Oubre. I knew Kelly Ripa. I knew Kelly Oubre, yeah. All right, so I you knew, knew all the other ones. Yeah, I knew all the other ones. That okay, the but one you said, w- but you would have said three for Chip Kelly right away. You, no, you forgot I, about the Niners season? I may have said three. I would have had to think about it for a second, but yeah, I mean, that was a good, Tim to immediately say four. That was, was pretty quick. A nice job by him. There you go. Yeah, but thank you, Dan. So, yeah, if I was going through all the famous Kellys here uh, during the earlier parts of the show. All right. Well, thank you for coming up those questions. Uh, and I always love playing T. Kelly trivia and love when Tim can hop on the show. Uh, 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. Uh, I'm Tom Kelly with you till 11, uh, Sports Radio 94 WIP.